Well, did you see yourself in any of those pictures? If you saw yourself, I saw you, young lady, in that picture. Well, hey, I'd like to welcome you again to our celebration weekend. And, and as I said, we are calling this celebration weekend because really today, this uh, what typically is the last weekend of the year just happened to fall on the, the first day and second day of the year. Uh, it's the weekend after Christmas where we just take some time as a church family to celebrate all that God has done over the last year. And we do that with, with worship and our normal elements, but also with a few other special things like, like glow sticks. And I see some of you wearing the glow stick headband. And I'm really proud of all the headband wearers today. I just want you to know that. Saturday night, we gave everybody glow sticks last night. They didn't know what to do with it. And I thought if any, if any of our services would know what to do with the glow sticks, it'd be Saturday night. But I'm telling you, you guys have got it figured out. Maybe I, I'm just special anointing on this service or something. And, but, you know, we just wanted to have a little celebratory feel in here as we just think back about all that God has done. And I can tell you here as a church family, there is so much that we can celebrate God for and have great appreciation and gratitude and thanksgiving to our Heavenly Father. Now, I do want to acknowledge something as we get started here, that the phrase celebration weekend rings differently in different ears among our church family, especially this year. And I want to acknowledge too that we range the spectrum here at New Life from people who would say 2021 was one of the best years I've ever had all the way to folks who would say, honestly, 2021 was the worst year of my life. And somewhere in between, everybody is in that range. And I want to acknowledge, so when you say celebration weekend, I want to be sensitive and know that, that um, this has been a tough year for, for many of our, our folks. It's, I think you would agree, this has been a tough year for our nation. This has been a tough year for the church worldwide around the world. Uh, and really, I would say the last year and a half to two years, COVID-19 has impacted the church in ways that I never thought it would. If you'd asked me a couple years ago, hey, we're going to go through a season as a church where it's going to be like this, I'd have laughed at you said, there's no way that that would, like the church isn't going to meet online only, social distancing, that's not the church, it's not what we do. I, I wouldn't have made any sense to me a couple years ago, but here we are. We've lived through it, we're living through it, and, and so when we say celebration Sunday, it just impacts us all differently. I've shared this with you before, I'll share it with you again, but um, back when COVID-19 broke out, when I say it broke out, I'm referring to March of 2020, okay? That's when I, I know it was around before that, but I'm thinking March 2020, and the reason why it broke out, because that's when they canceled March Madness, and the world fell apart, okay? And the basketball season, NBA shut down, and it was like, what's going on? We knew we were dealing with something, but I remember the days surrounding that, a lot of churches were shutting down. You guys remember that? And we debated that, like, what do we do? What, what are we supposed to do? And I remember just, it was a foreign concept to me. We don't shut down church, and uh, we're gonna have church. And, and I remember, I believe it was March 14th, it was a Saturday night, we had our Saturday night service, and there weren't very many people here. And most people stayed away, and we're like, well, I think people are making their decision. And so I met with the staff, and we talked about it, we prayed about it, and we decided that, um, that we weren't gonna have services the next day. So it's one of the benefits of having a Saturday night service. You can just broadcast that the next day and you have church. And, and, so I, and, and, and as we were leaving, this is what I said to the staff, and, and I kind of laugh about it now, but we didn't know what we were dealing with. I said, guys, don't lose heart. This is a short-lived thing. Give it a week, maybe two tops. We'll be right back here, worshiping again. This is gonna blow over. We gotta figure, don't worry about it. And uh, little did I know back then that, <laughs> that it would be five months before we met together again. 
And, but I'll tell you, God was faithful with that. You know, back in August of 2020, we started meeting again. And slowly and surely, um, our, our worship gatherings gained momentum and strength. And, and today, I look at it and go, we have very strong in-person gatherings. And we have a very strong online presence that God is using to reach many people. And, and, um, and, 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 and God has been faithful through all that. But sadly, a lot of churches are not experiencing that. I, I am sad to say that 2020 has been a, a season where many churches didn't make it and, and, um, and they closed their doors at an unprecedented rate in 2020 and 2021. Um, but I'll tell you, it, it baffles me because it's a season where, where people need the family of God more than ever. And it seems like more and more people are losing interest in it. We've got our work cut out for us. So when I say celebration weekend, it, it hits different people at different times. I also wanna say that... Um, that uh, 2021 has impacted our church family in, in, in many significant ways. Um, I know a good number of folks in our church have been confronted with decisions they never thought they were gonna have to be confronted with. Um, decisions about mandates and jobs. And the reason I know that affected many in our church is because I met with many of you. We prayed together. We wrestled this down together. And you shared with me your heart and convictions over what you felt like God wanted you to do. And I, I know who in our wildest dreams we ever think we'd be having these kind of conversations. And so it's been a tough year for a lot of folks in our church. Um, several families in our church have had to say goodbye to loved ones this year because of COVID. And that's been a tough thing and um, a hard thing to say goodbye to to family members of our church. And I know there's families still walking through that. Uh, not only that, it's been a tough year for many families in our church on a number of levels, COVID and other issues. There are families going through things in our church that if you knew the details, it would blow you away. So when I encourage you to be praying for one another, to be reading the prayer list that we email out every day, and if you're not on that email, so just sign up for it through the app. Be praying for one another. And I know we have four services over two days. It's gonna be hard to know everybody, but trust me, we need to be praying for one another because this has been a heavy year. So celebration weekend, it impacts us all differently. But even in the midst of what has been for some a great year, others has been a tragic year, that is still, there's still so much that we can celebrate God for in this year. And that's what we'd like to do today. Celebrate God for what he has done. And I wanna list off just a few things over 2021 that we can celebrate God for. And some of these you may not realize and, and I'm gonna bring them to your attention and others are gonna make sense. But I'll tell you, you know something we can praise God for? And this is a big one, like, it's only a big one to me. But we have had record numbers of first-time guests to our church, more in 2021 than any other year I can remember. There are people that are hungry for the gospel. They are hungry for church community. And, and, and there is a sense of, of where do I find it? And I am so thankful that God is sending people here. And for those of you that have found New Life Christian Church in 2021, praise God, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Um, every weekend, you, you probably get tired of us saying it. It's like, hey, if you're a first-time guest, with, would you fill out one of our connection cards or would you scan the seat back QR code? How many of you have ever heard us say that? Many, many times. Well, you may not realize this, but a lot of our first-time guests do just that. They let us know that they were here. They scan that card, and uh, it gives us an opportunity to follow up with them. And you may not realize this, but it is not uncommon for us to send out 10 or 12 first-time guest letters every weekend here at New Life. 
Because people are hungry, they're looking, and, and I think that's just a big celebrate God. With that, we offer Discover New Life and uh, every other month, and we've had to do it every month because so many people want to be a part of that. We're seeing 40, 50 people every time we offer that saying, tell me more about this church. I want to know what it means to be a member. I want to know more what it means to follow Jesus. and all. This. It's just awesome. And for me personally, in a season where many churches are struggling, God is allowing us to thrive in areas that I just praise God and celebrate. I hope you know that that's happening here as a church. Just some other things that have happened. We had one of the best VBSs ever last year. Did you guys get to participate with Vacation Bible School? How many of you volunteered for that this year? I, I think we had more volunteers than we knew what to do with. And uh, um, I mean, it was awesome. And the outreach to the kids, and, and we've been able to connect with families who are looking for a church through that. I'll tell you, we need to praise God and celebrate Vacation Bible School. I will say this, you know what I wanna celebrate, what I want the church to celebrate? We have really seen our men's ministry and our women's ministry come into their own this year in 2021. You know, our men's ministry, um, with some of the Bible studies and the men's gathering and the men's breakfasts, fellas, if you're not a part of any of that stuff, I want to encourage you to commit to being connected to some of the men's ministry stuff in 2022. It will bless your life. We had in October, or November, just a couple months ago, probably the best men's retreat we've ever had here at the church. 80-something guys met at the Bear Hollow Ranch, and we had a couple days together. Matt Proctor from Ozark Christian College came down with our speaker. Worship, fellowship, <coughs> games. We ate a lot of red meat. It was wonderful. <laughs> Fellas, I'm encouraging you. Let 2022 be the year you engage with the other men in the church. And ladies, our women's ministry is starting to come into their own as well. Bible studies and women's gatherings. Just last month, um, we had, I think, what could have been, I don't know for sure, but probably the largest Christmas gathering of women that we've had ever, I think, in this church's history. The reason I know that is I was here. I saw it with my own eyes, and yeah, I know I'm not a girl, but I was here anyway, and I was helping with the food, and this whole room was packed full of ladies. Ladies, let 2022 be the year that you engage with other women in this church, and let God work through you and guide you and grow you. Um, it's, it, it's gonna be phenomenal. Um, I think back, what else can we celebrate? Um, our trunk or treat was amazing this year. It's one of our biggest outreaches. Were you guys here for trunk or treat? Did you guys participate? Did, there were lines wrapped around this building of people trying to get in here. And you guys donated so much candy. We've been eating it for months around here. Just letting you know, so much left over. We are having a weight loss competition of the staff. And it's your fault because you gave us so much candy. And we were trying to get rid of it and, not, and be good stewards. But no, I'm teasing. But I tell you. That was a tremendous outreach, and that has allowed us to connect with families from our community in spiritual ways, and they were here to just provide their kids a fun night, and they walked away with something more than that. Who celebrate God for that? Our life group participation was way up this year. So many of you got in life groups, and, and let me encourage you, if you're not in a life group, let 2022 be the year that, uh, that you plug in and engage in one of those environments. And maybe some of you have been flirting around with maybe becoming a life group leader, and maybe this is the year where you say, I'm gonna do that. God wants to work through you, but I'll tell you, I'm so happy with how many people got plugged into life groups, especially in a year where social distancing was still the conversation and people said, we need to be together. And that's a big hallelujah thing to God. Um, our, our students had a great summer, CIY camp. Um, they continue to meet weekly, our junior high and high school students, every Wednesday night at six o'clock. And they've had some really great things happen this year. There's been some life change among a number of our students, and we're anticipating great things in the year to come. So let me just say, parents, grandparents, if you've got a junior high or a senior high kid in your home or in your family, let 2022 be the year they engage with our 
our student ministry. Great things are happening. I think 2021 was the rise of our prime timers ministry. There has been a, a rise among the 60s and up group in our church. Great ministry is happening. Life change is happening. I've been so pleased and impressed by what's been happening in that ministry. Celebrate Recovery continues to thrive, and, and it's a big Celebrate God thing. If you don't know what Celebrate Recovery is, it meets every Thursday night, and it's for anybody who wants to come, and it's to help people with their habits, hurts, and hangups. It's a support ministry. It's wonderful. It's changing lives, um, and, and it's just been great. And I, I'm highlighting things that even in the midst of a pandemic, God is blessing and pushing forward what his purposes are through this church, and it's things that we need to celebrate God for. Um, we've seen our staff grow this year. We're gonna see our staff grow again in the next year. It's, it's phenomenal. Our missions ministry continues to thrive. In a year where churches are closing down, we've been able to be more generous with our missions giving than any year in the past. So you, I'm gonna share something with you that might really blow you away. Do you realize that in uh, 2021, we were able to give away over $270,000 to worldwide missions here at our church? Is that not awesome? That's phenomenal. You know, your generosity is fueling evangelism around the world, and we have these partnerships with people and missionaries and organizations that can take the gospel to places that you and I could never dream about getting to in, in, in our lifetime. And so everything you give here, and we're able to be generous, is making heaven fuller. There are people that you will meet in heaven who will be there because of the generosity of our church family. And it's, 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 it's powerful. And, and we need to praise God for what he's doing through these ministry partners and through the generosity of our church. How, how could I not mention that in 2021, um, we really saw a big movement forward in our Go West campaign where this church raised over three years $1.5 million to go towards uh, that new building. And I'm happy to tell you, guess what? 2022 is the year that that West Campus gets built. It's gonna be built in 2022, absolutely. And I'm also happy to tell you, I'm also happy to tell you that, I mean, of course, there's variables involved, but as it looks right now, we are breaking ground in March. All right, we're moving dirt in March. It's gonna be a big praise God thing. And uh, what I'm told, because all of this is subjective a little bit, but it's gonna take about 12 months to complete that building project, which means it is possible that we can be opening our second campus by Easter of 2023. Now, how awesome would that be? That would be really cool, wouldn't it? So now, you might be going, now, what are you talking about? Multi-site, West Campus? What, for those of you that may not know, uh, the last several years, God has been moving our church to be more of a multi-site ministry. We have folks that come from all over Northwest Arkansas, and, and our campus here is getting maxed out. We can't expand. And so God opened the door for us to, to, to have 15 acres right off the bypass that has now been completed around Bella Vista. And, um, and we're gonna open a second campus. We're gonna have two churches, or excuse me, one church meeting in two locations. And we're just so excited about what God is gonna do in this next chapter. That building gets built. Um, if uh, you'd like to know more about it, just go to our website, newlifenwa.com, and uh, click on the Go West tab, or open up the app and tap on the Go West icon, and, and you'll have all the talks 
books, all the sermons, all the materials, all the videos, everything, we, any, any, all of it is right there and you can learn all about it and I invite you to come be a part of this incredible journey with us together. I'll tell you, I could talk about so many other things. In fact, all the things that I've listed off for you, I could talk for an hour on each one of those things. I'm not going to. Everybody says hallelujah, praise God. But I could talk for an hour on each one of those things and I could, I could, I could talk about 20 more things in our church that we should celebrate God for. Um, it's just God's doing some great things and I want you to see that. To me, as we come to the end of 2021 and as we look out on what's gonna happen in 2022, there are three verses from the book of 1 Thessalonians that have just been heavy on me lately and I feel like it's because God wants me to share them with you. It's what Paul said to the church in Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. He says this, rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks. There's these three imperatives that Paul just dropped on the church in his closing remarks. So he's, he's written this fascinating letter, and I encourage you to go read all the First Thessalonians sometime. And at the very end, he's, he's trying to encourage them. These are Christians that had endured some very heavy things. They are, at that moment, experiencing some tough situations due to their faith in Jesus Christ. He said these, these words about rejoicing and giving thanks to Christians who, many of whom were perhaps questioning if God was gonna see them through their struggles. He was talking to Christians who many of whom were questioning if their loved ones who had gone on before them were in heaven or not. And Paul assures them, yes, they are with the Lord. They're, they're dealing with some stuff. And, and so Paul's just going, encouraging them. It's a very uplifting letter. And at the very end, he says, rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It was just the right thing for the church in Thessalonica. And friends, I want you to know these three imperatives, I think, are just right for the church in Bella Vista here at the end of 2021. These three imperatives that he drops on us, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, these imperatives should characterize the Christian's life at all times. And why is that the case? Because if we're being honest, I don't always feel like rejoicing. I don't always feel like praying. I don't always feel like giving thanks. And that's probably how many of us might sum up the last year. But let me tell you why we can still do those things. Is because these are meant to be continuing actions. In fact, the heart behind each of these imperatives is continuing, repetitive, if you will. So be joyful always just means to rejoice. And let me just tell you as Christians, the consequence of being saved is rejoicing. We are saved people and the outflow of our salvation is to rejoice. Which means that that is the attitude of rejoicing that we should have in our, uh, of our hearts and our, our, our gratitude and how we feel towards God. That has nothing to do with what we are experiencing at any other point in life. So what we feel and what we express to God is separate from what's going on in our lives. So this year, we've been confronted, obviously, with, with COVID and all the things that come from that. Mandates, church attendance, separation and social distance, uh, loss of jobs, loss of family members, and, and on and on and on. But our rejoicing, the kind of rejoicing that Paul is talking about is unaffected by outward circumstances. One thing doesn't have anything to do with the other. One thing can continue on no matter what is happening 
in our lives. Why? Because it is the outpouring. It's the consequence of the fact that we are saved. So in other words, say, I am saved and sanctified. I'm going to heaven and nothing's going to steal that joy and I can rejoice through all hard things because of what the Lord has done for me. He, he sums it up like this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. He said to the church, therefore, we do not lose heart. We don't, we're not going to be defeated. We're not going to lose heart. Though, he says, outwardly, we are wasting away, yet inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. How is that even possible? How can everything on the outside be going so, so rough, but on the inside, we're being renewed? This is what he's talking about. We can rejoice always. We're saved people. doesn't matter what's happening. We can rejoice always. He says, verse 17, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes on what is unseen. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. These three imperatives, I just feel God wants to hover over our church right now and hover over your life. And I know for a fact that every single one of us in this room can think of at least one thing that has happened in 2021 that we can express gratitude and joy towards God for. Some of us, it's gonna be hard. Others, it's just gonna pour, but I know there's one thing. Some of you might have been wondering, what are these bags doing up here at the front? Um, these bags actually is the uh, overflow of the last two services that we've had here. We talk about expressing thanks and gratitude. What we wanna do is give you an opportunity to express those things, not just silently to God, but to do something physical to go with it. You know, there's something about a step of faith and an action that accompanies that faith that just says, God, I wanna give you and show you and express something to you in a physical way. The next few minutes of our service is gonna be like, we're on Celebration Sunday. What can you celebrate God for? Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. You certainly don't have to do this by any means, but those of you that would like to do it, I want you to know that um, around the church, there are six stations. There's two in the front, two on the side, and two in the back. And on each of these tables, you're gonna see a bag like this. And what I'd like to encourage you to do is, uh, in just a moment, get up out of your seat, go to one of these stations, and take one of these bags, and grab a pen, and I want you to think, what is it about 2021 that I can praise God for? That, that can be the, my joy and my gratitude. What can I praise God for? And I want you to write it on the bag. Some of you are gonna, it's just gonna come out like you're gonna fill up the whole bag. Others of you are like, I'm, I'm gonna put this one thing. Whatever it is, I want you to write it down. And then I want you to open the bag like this. And on each of these tables are there glow sticks that look like this. And once you've written something on the bag, I want you to crack this open. Yours will work, I promise. There we go. Crack it open and get it glowing and then drop it in the bag. And when you're ready, I want you to come up here to the front and I want you just to place it here with everybody else that has written things they're thankful for. And I want you just to have a moment. I want you to praise God in this moment for that thing. Give it to him. Lord, this is what I'm just so thankful to you. I'm gonna rejoice and celebrate you for it. I think it's gonna be a special thing. I think it's something you're gonna remember. I think it's something that's gonna help see you through some difficulties coming up. 
What are you thankful for? Let me pray for you. And then as you feel so led, you just go around and in your own time and we're gonna give you some time to do this. Let me pray for you. Lord, I just give you thanks, Lord, for what you've done this year, how you have carried us through even some of the most difficult things in life. Lord, there's so much that we can be thankful for and celebrate you for. I pray, God, that you just take this this offer of thanksgiving and praise and that you soak it up, God, like a sweet smell in your nostrils or a sweet sound in your ears. Lord, we pray that this moment would be one where you inhabit the praise of your people and you sit and you dwell and you soak it up, God. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us and our church family. We will, Lord, forever praise your name and all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. As you feel so led, you participate during this time.
you all keep filling out your bags and feel free to bring them up here as you get them filled out. And as you do that, I want to share with you that uh, probably the biggest praise God thing about our year um, has been the fact that this year we've seen more people get baptized in 2021 than any other year in our church's history. It's been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, we should clap for that. It's a reminder always of this is why we do what we do. It's about life change. And I look forward to, in 2022, seeing all the life change that is gonna take place um, in, in our community and in our church family.